0: Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm your host, Salas Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hello. And Michelle Andrew, Hello. We are continuing our episode-by-episode discussion of the latest season of She-Ra with uh, episodes five and six, uh, Protocol, and and princess scorpia um you can catch up with our previous coverage of uh, the show at overlyanimated.com which includes a previous episode by episode coverage as well as an overall season discussion Uh, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app by searching for overly animated you can find us on youtube at youtube.com slash overly animated and wherever you listen to us we appreciate the ratings and reviews that you can leave us But yeah, we'll be talking about uh, these two specific episodes today, Protocol and Princess Scorpia. Um, We'll begin with the general thoughts and then dive into breaking them down. Um, Sam, let's uh, go to you first. What are your general thoughts on these two episodes? So, full disclosure,
1: I've rewatched Princess Scorpia, like, a bunch (laughs) since it came out because, you know, I'm obsessed Um, I'll start with Protocol first, since that's the first in the chronological order. Honestly, I thought it was cute. It was all about, like, the power of friendship, sort of. Not really. I mean, we all love Kyle, obviously. Mm. And it's Ah! fun for him. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun for him to get his day in the sun. No, it is. He he does, like, his heroic thing, and, like, I'm into it. I think Light Hope's really adorable, and... Well, not towards the end, obviously, but I thought that was cute. It was just a nice little, you know, character-building exercise of an episode. I liked it. Princess Scorpia, amazing, wonderful. We love her. She is the son to this world of mine. Well, not really, obviously, like, I can she's a fictional character. Anyway, um... (laughs) I wasn't too hot on, like, the B plot, you know, Glimmer, Adora, Bo, etc., doing that in Double Trouble, causing a ruckus, like, that's just getting us from point A to point B, is what it is. The real star of the show here is obviously Scorpia, and her learning life lessons and teaching us about her life, I'm all in. I
0: love it. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. Uh, Michelle, uh, what what are your feelings about these two episodes?
2: I mean, I agree with all that. Honestly, I feel like I might be slightly less high on Kyle from Rewatch than I initially was in Protocol, but that's not his fault. Um, he definitely did his best, and I-, I guess it's nice that he has an episode because every other time he's been on the screen, people have just been like, dang it, Kyle, you messed up again. So this time he did the right thing, and it brought him closer together with his friends. That is good. Princess Scorpio, honestly, is just it's just a standout episode it is it is a very particular thing to focus on a character coming to realize that the way they've thought about someone they care very deeply about is totally wrong and seeing them for what they are and that being a very not great person that they can't actually help no matter how much they want to is like a very, like, particular life lesson. And that I don't see that a lot in shows, especially not portrayed kind of well, because it's uplifting at the end with Scorpio. Like, we end on her leaving, and it's like triumphant music. And I think it's really great. Everything with Scorpio is just really great, like Sam said. So I think these are both solid, but Princess Scorpia is obviously going to be my favorite of the two. She's got
0: Scorpia everywhere,
2: <laughs> even in the title.
0: Yeah, uh, Scorpia and Kyle are both optimistic characters who have to deal with uh, dealing with the pessimism of the people around them. Um, I would say these episodes are successful in uh, varying amounts, protocol less so, Princess Scorpia very much so. I, I really enjoy Scorpia, but because I think we've gotten so much time to know about her and so to finally see her cross this uh, new milestone for her, it feels very rewarding in a sense. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, protocol. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. Kind like, <laughs> ca- ca- of stuff. It, it, the, the, there's there's different factors to consider there. I will say the the nobody, neither of you mentioned really the Light Hope Adora stuff. I found it much more entertaining. Really um, Light Hope. It's it's good to get a, a sprinkle of humor with a character as uh, as wooden as, as purposefully wooden as Light Hope has been in this show. It's fun to finally have her have fun. So, uh, and uh, and we also get some like interesting stuff with the She-Ra's background and all. So I think that that part of the episode is pretty illuminating and maybe it may end up underrated because everyone focuses on the Kyle stuff. But I, I, I think that there are some good parts of protocol too. But yeah, Princess Scorpia is probably the headline. So I, I think we can, we're can we fine starting to talk about that in particular. Um, Sam, since you love Scorpia so much... Tell mm. me, what what do you think was, um, the strongest, mo- the moment that you related to her the strongest in this episode?
1: Oh, uh, that's,
0: um, <laughs> Good luck. I don't like that question. Why not?
1: I mean, I, I can always relate to Scorpio. I mean, I may not be the most optimistic person, but, you know, she is, like, I, like, she tries, and I admire that, and I see myself in that, um, I mean, if you just want, like, a small answer, I like her daily affirmations.
0: I yeah. like that.
1: But I, I think the strongest moment she had was... Well, obviously, it was when she was in the horror hall. And she was going through, like, her family history. And with Emily being like, oh... Well, Emily doesn't talk. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Emily boop. being
1: like... Yeah, yeah she'd be boobs. Emily being like, oh, like, you know, you misremembered Katra doing this and scorpio is like well catra is, is kind of mean but maybe i still have time i think that was like the goods not the good the one of the better moments from this episode
0: yeah the the part where where emily pulls out the video receipts and forces scorpio to relive her, wor- her worst moment with Katra. I is, mean it's, it's, it's it strong. it
1: sucks.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: you know, Scorpio like obviously loves Katra like a lot and like she cares about her a lot. But you know, Katra might just not be a good person and might not be what Scorpio should be around right now. And it's hard to break that idealized version of Katra in her mind and break like who she wants Katra to be versus who Katra really is and how Katra really treats her. And I think that moment's just her waking up, like, oh, maybe catra isn't as good as I like think of her. Maybe she just isn't there yet. Maybe like in the future the stars will align and like we'll have this like good friendship. But right now she's treating me really bad and I kinda like I like I gotta be the better person and like the better friend and Tell her what's up.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Michelle, do you feel similarly about this being kind of a turning point for Scorpio?
2: Yes, yes. I think everything Sam said is so right. And I think especially um, what I really appreciated about Emily showing her um, the the video is that sometimes you really need to just see something for yourself to be able to acknowledge how bad it really is. Because Scorpia is very good about being very optimistic. And I think I've said this before that she, especially with Catcher, she tends to see everything that Catcher could be, like in the very best sense, um, instead of how <laughs> she actually is. Um, and how bad it really is. Because like the whole episode, she keeps making like excuses, frankly, for catcher's behavior. And it's not good. and it it's it's troubling that it's so like ingrained in her at this point to just kind of shrug off everything Castro does and just like assume it's for the best, even if she can't possibly see how. And like La's not convinced. But I think the nice thing about like Emily showing her that video is like that is undeniable proof of a bad situation. That shows how, like where we are, and where we are is not great. And I think that's like honestly what helps Scorpa have a, a wake up call because like you can't deny the the physical proof, right? When it's that in your face, and that was probably the push you really needed to to finally accept that this is not working and she she can do better for somebody else who probably would welcome her help and that person is entrapped uh and so it's just a relief that she's able to just kind of yeah take this next step because not everyone can take that next step but like Good job, Scorpio. You're, yeah. you're a really good friend and you're willing to like change your decisions once like you've accepted things and you're not in denial and it's just great. I'm just really proud of her.
0: Yeah, and uh, well it's interesting too because while while this is a very important moment that seeing of the video, I think that there is an argument to be made that even more impactful is when she has this conversation with Katra afterwards because she still I think that they're like she still has. It's her last idea. chance. Yeah, she's giving a last chance to her... herself, right? And yeah. It's like, well, if, if it doesn't go well here, it won't go well ever. And you know, Katra like lets out the worst possible thoughts of, about Scorpia that she can, and takes that all in. Like, yeah, this is confirming uh, yeah. what I've slowly come to realize. So, uh, and, you know, like cl- classic, uh, you're useless. You don't know what to shut up. You mess everything up. So, you know, like just very, very uh, on on hammer on nail. You know, bad friendship, and to the point where Scorpio just like says, "You're a bad friend." Like, and, it, and somehow that line hits pretty well, like because of uh, how focused this episode is on Scorpio's idea of what friendship should be like. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so that 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 scene in particular hit for me, and just in terms of how how brazen they make Katra react uh, to Scorpia. Um and and the sub so Scorpia walks out at the end of this episode into the lights like finally free to be her her own person. Uh, with, with Emily. They'll walk out yeah. together, So uh yes, cause Scorpia en- ends up in a very positive place in, in this uh, episode. But we can we can go through it uh, beat by beat to like see like different pieces of her character that we get. Uh Sam, you mentioned the affirmations that she does at the at yeah. the beginning. That, that's I all pretty nice. It's a really
1: nice, like, little daily really. ritual. So cute. Yeah,
0: she, she literally, her first words when she wakes up, Good morning, world. It's so good. It's a real SpongeBob move. That. <laughs> uh, so,
1: I had I a thought uh-huh. while I was watching this episode. It's not a very um on on topic thought, but it's about Scorpia.
0: Okay. How does Anything she get dressed? Scorpia. Oh, hmm.
1: Like, she has pincers. How does that work? Um, But she slept in, like, her clothes that she always sleeps in, so she didn't have to get dressed, but... (laughs) I'm sure it's, it's built specially for her needs,
2: you know? I'm sure, like, she's actually really good at controlling her pincers. It's like... I don't know, maybe it's like having chopsticks for hands your whole life. I think you I, just I, get really I, good at it.
1: I guess that's why like her outfit is sleeveless, because she just has yeah. these big, big, beady claws. But make room for them, yeah. Yeah, I was I don't know. I was just wondering, like, how does she get dressed?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like as as like humans, like if we try getting dressed by just using two of our fingers, like you could probably I mean, do it, but it would be hard.
2: I think if figured it out and they were strong enough to be fine. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I think Scorpia with experience living like that she'll she'll figure it out. But uh, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so she, she ha she checks herself in the morning. Um she has a note to herself to push down on insecurities, <laughs> which um very very relatable in that regard um what what insecurity oh, yeah, has does the two
1: moms
0: have? oh yeah, well, yeah. yeah scorpia has two moms um that's the like the very first frame we see of this episode is that picture what happened to them? For plus
2: something something bad happened to them i'm really worried
1: <laughs> uh, well, i mean we're uh, i don't think that's an answer we're gonna get in the next 12 episodes oh we better next-
2: <laughs> oh, no, they got to do spin off them.
1: Maybe it would be like a Beauty and the Beast sort of thing where everybody is just like, oh, one shot of like the teacup lady being with her kids. Oh, that's what happened to them. Like that sort of thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because there's that moment. We're
2: we're like jumping through the episode a lot. But at the very end, when she's in that room with all the pictures of her family and she doesn't know who they are, she kind of looks over at this lady who like kind of looks like an older version of her which i'm pretty sure is her mom she kind of goes like oh yeah i guess things didn't turn out great Aww. for my family and it's like what does that mean they all died what happened to her moms it, it's very charged with negative stuff and i just i'm very worried about her moms um,
0: i hope they're okay Related to the family, also in that scene, like she talks about uh, Grandpa being the one mm-hmm. who makes this alliance with Hordak and gives up the whole kingdom. <laughs> gives up, gives the up her. And, yeah, yeah. G- gives up her. So she must have been a real a, a little baby, which means Hordak has taken in multiple babies during his career. Because also <laughs> yeah. he takes in Adora as a baby. So um, a lot, lot the real nursery that's Fright Zone has become. But, uh, Shadow
2: Weaver had her work cut out for her. All these baby recruits for the military. Baby zone. Yeah, the baby zone. Well, they're in a baby zone. And That's I right. mean, like,
1: Hordak does have a weird little baby
0: with him, so.
2: this <laughs> yeah. This baby clone.
0: And we've seen God. baby Catra, too, so, like. Oh, yeah.
2: Just...
0: Baby zone. There's okay. the spinoff,
2: actually, right there. It's just, <laughs> it's like Muppet babies, but for the Fright Zone.
0: Oh, man. a uh, Baby Hordak.
2: <laughs> no! Well, I don't know. <laughs> He's probably still an adult. Uh,
0: yeah, so so at some point, Grandpa gives up Scorpia, which means that the moms m- must have not been alive for this, or maybe they were. Oh,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I can't imagine they'd want to give her up. Maybe there was the issues between the, the grandpa and the moms.
0: Yeah, so, so family's still murky. I don't know if they're, I think, I mean, the main family detail that I wrote down was the stuff with the grandpa. And we, we see all these, like, different murals that they're identified by fake names by Scorpius, And she's like, ah, I don't know any of them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, her, her ancestry is somewhat of a mystery. Um, I do want to comment on her plush scorpion, which is also very cute and so that cute. is that is merch waiting to be <laughs> waiting to be made. Oh, Just, I
1: mean I'm not super duper into like merch
0: though. What about a
2: Scorpia
1: statue though? Like a little I might. Like I, I, I could play that. Okay, so I was looking to see if they sold Scorpia action figures since like the point is Shira is that the toilet, yes! right? Yes. They don't, like, they still sell, like, the 80s ones for some reason. But she's, but like, have... sexy and doesn't look yeah, the Yeah, she's, like, guessing. sexy and has, like, puny little claws. <laughs>
0: but you need tiny the claws big, claws.
1: You, you need the big ones. Yeah, I need this current sexy Scorpia.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's, so yeah um she she gets she gets, her, <laughs> she gets herself sexy in the morning so <laughs> she, yeah she, i mean what was she, she looking sharp yeah, yeah yeah she she knows what she's working with she
1: she knows yeah she she's she's got everything uh,
0: i should know that i think multiple times in this episode she comments on that she knows that she gives great hugs which is you know quite a way to live life you know just like yeah, yeah i give good hugs and i know it it's, it's in yeah
2: confident
0: yeah so which is which is interesting right because like we have this line like pushed down insecurities but also like we've seen scorpio be confident in many things so scorpio is truly a layered individual in the, in this show um she, we, the the first moment of her justification is like when she's talking to Emily and it's like, well, as said, we're not friends anymore, but maybe I misheard her it was it's what <laughs> I mean like the whole yeah. episode she keeps making
2: these excuses against like the truth that's staring her in the face, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of sad. Well, she
1: doesn't want it to be true
2: oh of course she doesn't want it to be true that's what hurts because like the more she deflects it like the more catcher can just not be great to her and she won't do anything about it and that's sad because she's a really sweet person to everybody yeah yeah
0: she she tries being sweet to to and and their gang by helping them even though she's not really helping them Yeah. So okay,
1: she... well when she was doing that I thought she was trying to put the big box in first. She didn't explain then, it,
2: yeah. And then
1: put the little boxes in and they just like weren't getting it. And I was like, guys, come on, like <laughs> how are you gonna put this big box on top of all these little boxes? That's anyway. true, that doesn't seem like a good game plan. At yeah,
0: all. so I th- I thought she was actually trying to help and they were just being mean. Mm, but that that's a good way to look at it. Because Scorpio's been around. She knows how, how this works, how th- the army works, so uh, we, we should we should trust that she's smart enough to to get that, but she's busy like hearing out Lonnie venting about Katra not caring about their troops and that Katra doesn't care about anybody, which goes against Scorpio's view of Katra. And Lonnie tells her to wake up, and uh, we we get to that point. But the, the, this is like one big moment for for Scorpia because she's like slowly over the course of this episode getting to waking up. Um, so we have that, then uh, Scorpia finds the old group photo on the couch from a couple seasons ago when they're watching the bots do their thing together and it's all, all nice and warm and stuff, remembering the good times. Um, it's
2: really interesting that in that photo and also in the recording later in Emily, like at no point is Catra ever happy-seeming in those activities. <laughs> she's not even happy in the picture she just looks so done and tired but you can totally see scorpia vibing with entrapta which is just like another interesting layer like scorpia has such a good memory of it but like catcher probably thought all that was a waste of time and they were taking too long and there was work to be done and that's interesting too
0: yeah, and like that—that that gets hammered home in both of these episodes, right? That Catra only cares about her plans, doesn't really care about the people around them or the people being used for them. And Scorpia is one of the last ones to figure this out, unfortunately. But uh, it, it's something that that gets hammered home a lot in in these episodes. Um, we, we get to a point where Scorpia's like, well, I have to think like entrapped. if we get her doing her Entrapped impression. <laughs> Just, oh my god, like, I that was
1: so funny. good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's it, it's very very spot on. Um, she she mentions hordeck as a thing Entrapta would think about. That's that's that, that's a small Entrapta deck moment nah. I could say. But uh, <laughs> eventually she gets to the black garnet chamber, and we, Are, yep.
1: I'm gonna be real with you. I did not notice Entrapta's obsession with tiny food until this happened.
0: Oh, you, you didn't remember that Entrapped Introduction episode where the robots no. were serving tiny cupcakes? I mean, yeah. I'm sure I do, but I, I wasn't aware that it was an obsession and one oh, of yeah. her trademark
1: things.
0: Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, she, wow. she tiny had, food. She had a, a whole kitchen dedicated to just making her those tiny well, foods. There, there has been miles of things
1: that have happened between. Last year and this year, yeah, yeah. and when I first watched the, that episode,
0: yeah, there have been more momentous things. But Scorpion knows and trapped us so well that she remembers these. Well, spiders. there you go, <laughs>
1: that's why Scorpion is friends. friends, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so she talks to Emily about being a princess and she's kind of scared of the black garnet. Uh, she says that uh, it, it, it doesn't work for me, which I'm not sure if that means that she tested it at some point and it didn't work or she's just never been allowed to test it? I, I think know. it's the latter. Yeah? And Michelle, you feel the same? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, so she she's doesn't want to use it at that point and she still seems a bit hesitant um, setting up what happens uh, later this season with Glimmer convincing her to use that. Um, and so we get to Emily finally revealing that she has the recordings inside of her uh with, with this uh, entrapped in Scorpio, hangout, and they get they make a date. It's about hot cocoa and mugs. It's all very cute. Um, so
2: cute! They're like squeeing. They're so excited about yeah. it. And Catra's just like done. She's like yeah. not even there anymore. But it's
0: really yeah. cute.
2: Uh,
0: I'm, I'm curious. Has anybody shipped entrapped in Scorpio? I feel like
2: I'm sure. people I'm, I'm sure the internet's a big place, Alex. <laughs>
0: Do any of you ship it? No? I mean, I'm,
2: mean, i like, kind of okay with Scorpio just, like, kind of figuring her own thing out right now. That's yeah. how I feel with a lot of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> they just need time to do their own stuff. But, like, they, they do genuinely like each other and support each other, and that's good regardless, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, Admittedly this episode puts more focus on look we're we're great friends and I we I have one friend left in Trapta, so we need to go help her since Katra has rejected my friendship so uh, so Scorpion and Trapta good friends as we are reminded in this episode uh, and so we we and then we catch up to all the stuff we talked about with uh, her in the horror hall So, that is... I like that it's
1: called the Horror Hall.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everything
1: is named really wonderfully in the Fright Zone. Yeah. (laughs) Horror Hall, Fright
0: Zone. There's no way it was called the Fright Zone before Hordak took over, right?
2: Well, of course not. But that's the thing, too. Just how Scorpia doesn't know any of her ancestors' names. She doesn't know what her her place was called. She doesn't know any of her lineage. She doesn't really know who she is. She has no sense of being a princess. Or, like, a kingdom. And I think that's really sad that all that was taken from her. Because all the other princesses have that. And she doesn't. I think that's super sad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sam, how how do you feel about Scorpio's theme of being left out on on things?
1: (laughs) I mean, I also think it's sad. I don't, like, you know, hopefully, given what happens in the rest of the season... That's a good projection to like her becoming more, uh, more sure of her place in the world and learning more about where she came from and like her family and all that. But it it, it is upsetting that like her culture got erased yeah. by the horde, and she has like no idea what anything is
0: yeah yeah and, and yeah this episode is a big is a big piece of, of Scorpia fi- of finding her self confidence and that continues slowly through the season, but uh, th- this one's a big moment for sure um r- briefly with uh, with Katra stuff in this episode because m- m- most of it is tied in with Scorpia, but there's also like the whole angle of Katra working on this secret plan with Hordak, um Katra. Um, e- distancing herself even more to the point where the, we got this uh, final scene with Hordak of like you, you and me. We don't need anyone. <laughs> and like, we're I'm going gonna to be. Her. Her. Oh, that God. was like,
1: such. That was like I, I. was really impressed by that line read. <laughs> I
0: really? thought
1: it was really good. Well, it, it was, was like s- such a
2: good like catchers becoming very unhinged, but also just like projecting all her stuff onto Hordak yeah. now, and it's amazing. <laughs>
0: It was really good kudos yeah. to AJ. Yeah, un- unhinged seems like the right word because like I do I do think like her hair starts getting a little wilder there and her eyes are really really big. So.
2: She hasn't slept in days. Scorpio just gave her the truest tea to her face. I mean, it's a lot going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, she also has the line, and we're going to conquer Etheria and then they'll all see, which is like, yeah, I know, such I know. like it, the obvious...
2: It, it looking at her like, whoa, okay, like he doesn't say anything, but I'm sure he's like, "What? what, what is going on? Like, what is it happening right now? Where's this coming I from? I wonder,
1: like, so whenever people want to conquer things, it's always like about the journey to conquering. What happens when you actually just like do it and there's nothing left to do? Like... What, what, like, that's what
2: she realizes, though, right? It's like she's doing it, and she's
1: like more miserable than ever. Yeah, I mean, there's more to life than just conquering things.
2: Yeah, I don't think conquering by itself is sustainable, like, in a a deep, satisfying way, because she cut herself off from everyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at least with, like, Hordak, there's the idea that if he's conquered Etheria, then he will be elevated to a position alongside Horde Prime, but yeah, I'm not sure what Catra's endgame. <laughs> i I
1: good. guess, to, like, maybe have control over something, whereas, like, you know, a lot of her life, and, like, especially like, her recent life, she hasn't had too much control over what was happening, and over, you know, people leaving her, and... This, that, and the other. So maybe to her, like in a deep, deeper inside sense, you know, having this um this planet, (laughs) this land, uh conquered is sort of her being like, Oh, you know, you think you're gonna leave me? Nope, I'm gonna control the world that you live on. Let's see how you feel about that.
2: Mmm. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, not nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Catrice plants in general don't seem to be good.
1: <laughs> I mean, are anybody's really.
0: Well, I mean Catra's Ka- still
1: very
2: like sympathetic even though we know none of this is a good idea we feel bad that
0: it's happening well it's inter- that the final scene with Catra like it made me feel sad more than anything he's like man, but I mean we- we've talked in several of these episodes about like where is rock bottom for Catra this, this yeah. is pretty close right I mean, it's Yeah, I
1: like... mean the bottom just keeps falling out and going and deeper thing,
0: it's been bad for a while it just feels like it keeps going like inside the Earth or something now, yeah, right? It's like uh, now Scorpio gone. Like, real, tr- it truly is just you and me against the world. Like uh, that, that's a, that's a lonely place to be. But uh, that's where Catra's Katra's heading after this episode. Um, r- briefly with the Hord- with Hordak himself, he's the one who's actually like working on this secret weapon, and he needs Entrapta's notes because Entrapped is the smart person in her mm. in his life, and. Katra has to bring up like no, she's a traitor, and like later is like no, she didn't leave anything just to like get Hordak to not think about Entrapta, which is just such cruelty on the part of their relationship. I I, I feel very insulted every time Katra has has to go to down to talking down about Entrapta.
2: Well, she's uh, you know, she's the one I got rid of and trapped us. It's a pretty yeah. sore spot. But like I do in a weird way feel bad for her act. I, because and he's Because like, I can't... need her. You... I need it's like he's saying, like, oh, I, I need I need her her information. <laughs> I need her plans, but like deep down, it's like he needs her. Yeah. He needs her back. And he doesn't know what to do.
0: And Tractor was a valuable piece of his life, and Catherine just fun. just keep, just keeps like hammering down like, no, she's useless. <laughs> yeah, Hordak hurts in this episode but... oh he does he's gonna keep hurting too, yeah, yeah um the the other half of this episode is Adora and glimmer angst uh, uh th- this continues our road down sort of dark glimmer uh, i guess like the main part of this is that near the end where she's using this uh, truth spell and she's threatening the soldier like it's gonna hurt if it fails and since obviously her spells have not been working up to that point it feels like a strong bluff And uh, Bo steps in and is like, whoa, you shouldn't be doing that. And Adora is also, like, snapping at her. And so the rift continues to grow. Uh, Michelle, how do you feel about Gloomer's actions here? (laughs) Um, She she defends them as, look, I'm just trying to help our kingdom and all. But you, you feel she's going in the right direction here?
2: I mean, I mean, no, no, but again, I think this show does a really good job of showing everyone's thought process. So even if you don't agree with what someone's doing, you understand how they got there, and it's not hard to sympathize with them. I think a a lot of people in a position like Glimmer can't, can't help but like try different potentially sketchy means of maintaining control when they're in charge, and they're kind of the the highest person in control of another group of people and i mean i do get that like she's young so she doesn't feel like she is currently powerful enough to handle all this i think the problem is that she both both glimmer and on the other side of dora and Bo, each think that the other people need more protecting than they do and that's like a big part of why this rift keeps happening I think cuz they they both think it's their job to protect the other person but there isn't like a communal sense of we'll all look out for each other uh, in, like an equal amount and no more no less like they both like oh like well glimmer's queen so like we have to protect her and that's our duty and glimmer thinks well I'm queen I need to protect everyone and that includes you and, like, that kind of friction, it feels a little inevitable, so it makes sense, but it's also not super fun to watch, because it's just sad, it's not good to see them. I'm like, Bo. it's just like, no, please talk and fix this, because it's not good. But, like, it makes sense, right? Like, she, she doesn't have her mom around, she's a kid still, but now she's queen, what's she gonna do? Everyone expects her to be in charge, and she's not ready, so... She's, she's got to do something different and magic seems like a good different thing to do.
0: Yeah, that 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 seems like a good breakdown of wh- where this is rooted in. Um specifically with regards to like lo- lo- losing control or wanting to keep to maintain control, uh Fl- Flutterina or Double Trouble, is continuing to sprinkle seeds of discontent in here by pointing out that it seems like Limra is following Shiraz's orders and And this, combined with what we've seen in past episodes with Shadow Shadow Weaver, like feeding the idea of "Hey, look, you're you're a queen, so you have the power to do what you want," so like all this uh, combines to get Glimmer to a place where she needs she needs the control due to these different influences. And uh, so it's just uh, it's it's interesting to see the effects of different uh, people giving. Uh, glimmer bad advice pile up into into this. Um, Sam, uh, what what? How how do you feel about uh, watching uh, this part of the episode in terms of what it does for for their relationship?
1: Uh, the whole double trouble stuff. Yeah, I mean, in a concept, I like it. I like that double trouble is there messing stuff up. So when chaos, like I think that's cool and fun. As an idea, but to watch it, it makes me feel "Eh." like (laughs) I I, like I don't like seeing it in practice. Honestly, (laughs) I kind of honestly, upon rewatch, I skipped over those parts a little bit (laughs) because it was just like "Eh, I don't really want to watch this again. I know where it's going. It makes me feel bad. It makes me feel upset. I just just want everybody to be friends.
0: Well, that that's fair. I think the point is like to make us feel uncomfortable, right? Because we know these these people are good friends with each other, and so seeing them get get ripped apart is hurtful. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like like they're being manipulated.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, so so that, that, that's admittedly hard hard to watch sometimes. Um, uh, speaking of like talking it out, there's this there's a scene where like Bo is trying to direct therapy from above on um, Glimmer and Shira.
1: Yeah, like, you gotta
0: communicate.
2: So good. It's, like, really funny, but it's
0: so good. Yeah, like, it, it, it's honestly funny, like, to see, see him, like, uh, use um, therapy language. Like, hey, like, could you communicate that more constructively and all? But it's also interesting that even, like, they talk it out and they're briefly, like, yay, we're, we're back to normal. And then immediately after, like, the rift breaks apart again. So it's like, hey, look, talking it out. That just this one time isn't enough to fit this but uh th- but beau's attempt was noble at least he's um, doing his best but he's one person yeah. yeah yeah and also doing it in the middle of a fight seems uh bit- yeah yeah
2: no <laughs> probably not the calmest yeah. time
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, also, like, it's kind of, it's kind of lampshading that we're able to have this, uh, this whole discussion in the middle of fight in terms of just like how low stakes fights in this show are. We can just just do this whole therapy thing in the middle. (laughs) Honestly, you just said it, Alex. You
1: said like what I've been thinking, but have not like has not come into words in my brain. The fights are so meaningless. That you can just have these great characters- well, not great, but you can have well, like they're, they're meaningful characters. They're meaningful, yes. Yeah. yeah. And well, like like I
0: yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, as that's, like random soldiers are being flung through the air.
1: <laughs> but, I mean honestly, I watch She-Ra for the interpersonal relationships and the the drama. I love it. Yeah, I don't watch it for love. fighting.
0: Yeah, like they keep mentioning, like we're opening up these supply lines to the Kingdom of Snows. It's like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what a supply line really. Is. It's, it's, it's
1: just a vehicle to talk about your feelings. <laughs> I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the, the, this episode feeds into that uh, rift that will continue to grow as we continue talking about this season. Um, a, any other um, points from Princess Scorpio that you guys uh, still want to talk about that we haven't Not touched on yet? is pointy.
2: I just love her. <laughs> and I think she yes. she's beautiful and she's <laughs> just uh, she's so good and she's so kind, but she also she she cares about herself too. Yeah. And that's important. She's not a doormat and those really good and a lot of kids can take a, a healthy l- life lesson from that you know it's good to want to be there for people and to help them out but sometimes that's not the answer <laughs> and in those instances it's okay to walk away
1: i was just thinking a lot about scorpio's hair the entire episode how good it is how yeah it looks. yeah. It's good,
2: her undercut,
1: and then her like her fushi swoop to the yeah, side at, of God. Like, so I was amazing. like making a note this. Watch like how much like it moved around, like different designs of it. I love it. Like it's oh, mm, yeah. ah, I love it. it. is
2: very pretty, also. Just she again. is, she's so beautiful, and and oh yeah <laughs> she's just great she's just great
0: do you think she dyes her hair white or is it natural
1: no whites? she got it from no.
2: her mom yeah, her mom picture. has white oh. hair and oh. that's what I'm saying when she looked at that picture in her family room and in the music gets all serious, and she's like, oh, it didn't work out. Like, I think that's her Scorpion mom <laughs> in the picture, and some bad happened to her, and it involves evil grandpa, and it's all just very concerning.
1: Do you think their naming conventions follow just, like, Scorp as, like, the beginning of it? So her grandpa might have just been, like, I
0: don't know. Might have been the Scorpion King. <laughs> Scor- or whatever.
2: Fred, or something. Or Scor- Fred. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: And her mom could have been like, I don't know. What's a... Sally. Scorpantha. Scor-
0: Scorpantha. Yeah, uh, I love it. Is that, is that your Shirasona? sona um, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, over a protocol... Uh let, let's talk about Kyle Lottie Edrohelia, okay? So Wait, I, Kyle's fun. Kyle.
1: Okay. okay. Um, Kyle loves oh, his Kyle. friends. He does. Wow. And like nobody appreciates that. And like everybody just like kicks on Kyle all the time. But he cares about his friends and he just wants them to be like safe and I don't know. I'm just yeah. He's optimistic
0: I'm, also. Yeah. yeah. He's optimistic, but it's kind of based on again like Scorpia, it's based on her on, on Kyle blinding himself to the realities of society. To the point where Lonnie needs to like point out one of his good memories is from a fake reality.
1: No, this so is all the because thing. Everybody treats him bad. This is the thing
2: though I wanna talk about for a second, because uh-huh. like Lonnie and, and Kyle seem to like later on in this season, they're like, oh, Catra's our friend! Like, it's so weird that she's treating yeah. us so terribly. Excuse you. Excuse you. Do you not remember in season one, the second Adora left, Lonnie goes over to Catra and says, ooh, you don't have Adora to protect you now. And oh. she, like, makes a move to intimidate her. That
0: Since when were they really friends?
2: Oh. I think Adora was friends with them. I don't think they liked Catra. I don't think they ever really liked Catra so where is this coming from now
0: well yeah that's the thing with kyle right he doesn't recognize these very obvious social sides that's why lottie is very is very quick to be like yo Katra is abusing us and kyle's like no it's not true we were always friends and then later like when when this this uh idea is broken to him that look, we're in the horde, we got everyone for himself, then he just immediately jumps in. You know what? Life doesn't matter. Everything is useless. I'm sacrificing my life because who cares if I'm alive? The fr- friendship is dead. He's it's- a loose <laughs> cannon. That's what I think. <laughs> I-, I think that he- his principles are not very well placed and that he... he- this optimism is a as a blind kind of optimism and not one that we should be aspiring to as healthy individuals. so K- I mean, Kyle
1: he's willing to begrudgingly die for his friends. But they not, didn't, not, not even for his friends. At
0: that point, he's doing it out of anger. For of spite. people that he's stuck <laughs> with. Stuff. Yeah, people that he's stuck. What is the moral lesson to take away from Kyle? I don't know. There is none. It's my analysis. Well, I guess
2: they they were like... They, ugh, flattered is not the right word, but it touched them that he went out to, to do this because he did want to... To end the situation, and they did come for him, and that was a big deal to him. And then they like took care of his wounds, and that's like probably the biggest they've ever shown actual kindness and friendship to him. So I think that's helped cement the idea that maybe they are legit friends now. But it took that to to really get there and to make it explicit. Because okay. before then, I don't know if they were friends.
0: Uh, also, I'd like to point out other, uh, I mean, I don't want this to be a Kyle hit list. But I know, I, I don't like, want podcast either. Yeah, like, uh, I, I just want to point out two other things. First of all, Kyle is kind of lazy. Like, let's let's not uh, b- bounce around the bushes. Like, he's very happy and not needing to go back to the fright zone and just staying in the middle of the forest with no problems. He was very content with this.
1: He also has, well, maybe he just doesn't like to be there. Uh,
0: well, yeah, but
2: nobody—I don't think anyone in the horde really likes being in the horde right now because Cash is not very good at the the people person skills of being in charge at all.
0: Sure, admittedly, it's a it's a hostile environment. So yeah, you know, now, at least in that sense, is justified. But Also, he, he is just a very unfair cheating person when it comes to games. Like, when they do this yeah, rock for well, Scissors thing, he goes very yeah. slow. And so he, that's a very bad move in, like, fifth grade when you're, like, the person who does it late to, so, like, make sure you don't lose. And then later he makes up this game and, like, with rules that only benefit him, which is also a very bad well, move. He also loses at that um, <laughs> And then he
2: lies about losing, which I think is kind of, like, bad form, you know? That's not very good sportsmanship. Yeah. So I actually agree with Alex. I think it's funny that Noelle, like, tweeted that, like, Kyle, like, in any other show, Kyle would be the main character.
0: I <laughs> and guess so, horrible. yeah, that's true.
2: That's part of the reason they, like, make him so useless and the Maybe butt is so because it's like, it's like the inverse of anything else that would happen in a quote unquote, like standard kid show. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm not super in love with Kyle. I think it's nice that he had this episode to be a good friend and to show what he can do. But I also agree with Alex that like, the more you get to know him, it's also like, you're a mediocre, not great person. And I am glad that this show is called She-Ra and not Kyle, yeah. <laughs> you know? Can
1: you Maybe imagine? that's why I'm predisposed to like him if he's like supposed to fit the he's main the boy Everman. archetype. Yeah,
2: he's absolutely. Yeah.
1: But I, I, I just like friendship.
0: Friendship is <laughs> you, good. You like Cheating the ideals at your own he game stands. For. Is not good. But he, yes. he stands for the ideal of friendship, which is good. Yeah. So in that sense, I could see it. I just don't think he he fulfills it very well, but. I think
2: Rogelio is
0: like the stand-up
2: friend. Like he's always trying to be supportive. I think Rogelio is like definitely the bow of the group. Yeah. In terms I mean. of just, like he tells it like it is, but he also like you know he's not afraid to call out Lonnie and be like, "Yo, like you're you're at fault here a little bit too. You're the reason Kyle feels really bad right now because of what you said." So like he's not like out to get anyone. He's pretty equal opportunity, and that's good. I think that's a true friend.
0: Well, another piece of the subversion of Kyle not really being a main character type is that the the speech they give at the end, which you usually give to like make the main character feel better about themselves, is given by this Rogelio character who we don't understand yeah. a thing he says. Yes. So it's not useful at all to us, which, you know, Kyle doesn't need it. <laughs> Exactly.
2: I also thought it was funny when Katra reports in and Kyle's trying to give the update. Katra literally like looks at him and she's like, "Why is he talking?" And then Lonnie takes over and it's like, "Yes, that's right. Lonnie is in charge. Don't you talk anymore, Kyle. It's not your place."
0: Yeah. Now, uh, uh, one small charming thing I will say about Kyle. Uh, he he goes outside, he sees that the spores are beautiful, and uh, I, oh, honestly yeah. would, I honestly would react the same way. It's like, oh, this is such a snow. It's snow! Kind of, oh. of, of course, then he opens his mouth and then his tongue yeah, that was, burns. That was. Mm. Has anybody ever done the sticking your tongue to a frozen pole thing? I feel like this would be Oh, no, Alex,
2: there's a reason for that. <laughs> we all saw a Christmas story yeah. and we know not to do it. What's
0: a Christmas story? Oh, no. Oh, my...
1: Are
2: you. <laughs> well, like, if you want to know what happens to your tongue when you do that, go watch that movie. Oh,
0: okay. I'll, I'll make a note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, uh, so all all that Kyle stuff happens and we have a heroic moment where Rogelio goes to fix the, the thing outside. Um so Rogelio is the real hero, I think we
2: I don't think he fixed it. I think he went and he looked and Kyle had already did it and he's like, Oh okay. And uh, then they took him inside. Okay. Because yep. I think Kyle fixed it and then he immediately clasped because of all the spores everywhere. But he did actually fix
1: it. Yeah. yeah, he was useful for once. He was. He was useful. Okay for Kyle. Yeah, I guess yeah. For Kyle. I mean, Kyle's such like a hateable name though. <laughs> 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 like Kyle.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and any Lonnie thoughts? Because like Lonnie in this, me. you I love Lonnie. Bad.
2: She tries so hard. She gets no thanks from Katra, but she she's trying to be mature about it and follow orders because that's her job. And she's willing to like break her back day after day, even though she's, she, th- these orders are ridiculous and they all need downtime. And she's, she's willing to like speak up to capture about how this is like not great and it's like, it- it's hazardous and uncool. And I think it's great. Like she's doing the best she can, but she also knows this is like a sucky system and it's not good. So. It's hard. It's hard to be Lonnie right now, but she's doing her best and I I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's a good breakdown. Sam, do you have any Lonnie or or Rogelio thoughts?
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like Lonnie puts words in Rogelio's mouth a lot, which yes! is understand yes! considering <laughs> that Rogelio does not speak the same language and I don't think that they quite have the understanding that Emily and Scorpio have. Uh, I'm not, like, I feel like Rogelio needs a little bit more respect he's just kind of like the muscle
0: of the group but then again they're okay uh, well they, they do briefly have that exchange where Rogelio, like kind of calls out Lonnie for uh, when Kyle runs out and Lonnie seems to understand that <laughs> So, she's... well
1: yeah like earlier I don't remember exactly what did the... you <laughs> was a pound. But, like, he was, like, shaking his head no, and then Lanya was like, oh, yeah, good idea. He a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, when it's to her benefit, she'll change stuff, which is not That's selective hearing
1: for you. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, while all that is happening, the other half of this episode is uh, Adora and Light Hope. Um, Light Hope is so cute. <laughs> like, <laughs> I honestly really like her. Re- rebooted Light again. Hope is cute
1: She's so adorable She's
2: a baby She doesn't know anything She is so charmed by being able to teleport And discovering gravity again And she makes a bird That's just a spider with wings And it's so funny
0: <laughs> Are either of you uh, um, sp- uh, What's the word uh, Arachnophobic no. no, no. Okay, good. Dylan, Dylan is. is. Oh, oh right. right. He, he's the the one. Yeah, because I figure if you don't like spiders, this might not be as cute of an episode. I always so think spiders. about.
1: I always think about posting the recap of like our spiders helpful because I made spiders. Not the recap, the screen cap <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of that scene in oh, Discord. Yeah. But I always think, oh yeah, Dylan's not gonna like them. <laughs> but that you makes me want
0: to do it. Stop the so. truth well look, it's an it's an important piece of this episode so if anybody talks about this episode, just bring up the spider screenshot <laughs> the, um show light light hope's um introduction to nature um it, it, it light light hope is fun because she is not burdened by her mission or knowledge of the past
1: yeah she's just cute and like is thirty six percent sure of everything I love <laughs> yeah
0: them. yeah she she has to live in the present because she's forced to. And uh, Adora tries to take advantage of this by wa- getting extra information. She's mostly unable to except uh, near the end, where she gets t- she gets to witness uh, this uh, recorded memory of Light Hope and Mara. Mara brings Light Hope flowers, and uh... I guess that's a ship.
1: I was gonna
2: say, like, there oh. are a lot of ships that could be ships, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's one of them. <laughs> uh, and the, not, not my first thought, but uh, no, uh, that's
1: literally that was my first thought. <laughs> it's just because hope uh, has
2: this whole line, she's like, "Well, I, I'm always like happy when you're visiting yeah. or you're <sighs> here," like implying like she is the most happy when she gets to be with Mara.
0: It means that she's a lonely AI, and she needs that, that is companionship.
2: The memory of Mara gives her warmth. Did you know what a big deal it is to feel warmth when you're a hologram person? It's a pretty big deal.
0: She keeps it in her private room.
1: Yeah. Crazy. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay, I I can get behind. This.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so man. We're writing a Light Hope Mara fanfic eventually, right? Yeah. Yeah. This I, is the new Entrapped deck that
2: everyone at first is 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 not okay with, and then all right, they come you around. Know what?
1: People could be okay with this. I mean, not obviously after what happened the rest of the season, but <laughs> after whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, because later Mara is very emotionally abused by Light Hope, so it's, it's a tough moment right now for the show. <laughs>
2: It's complicated though because we know what happens. That's what makes good fanfic. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's
1: makes uh, good
0: fanfic. The, the angst. Well, yeah. yeah also, at the end of this episode, Light Hope goes in. It's like, oh, I gotta delete this. <laughs> it's like, we're re- really like denying her relationship with Mara and this. Um, well. I think we know from later, I think in the Hope
2: episode, we learned that, like, so Hope was assigned to She-Ra and the Aetherians to start the Heart of Aetheria project. Mara's awesome. They become legitimate friends. She, she loves and cares about Mara, and the Aetherians reprogrammed her, essentially, to make sure she would complete the mission. And I think it's very telling that Even with that happening, she she saved this memory of Mara that she just like couldn't let go of up until now because it was so important to her because she like deep down, she does still care about Mara. But I mean, that's just not who current Light Hope is. I think that's like a whole previous Light Hope, essentially, that we were getting this idea of in this episode but, like, this new Light Hope's not playing around. She's got a mission. It's her number one priority. And it's
0: just sad. I just thought of something. Like, with the with Princess Scorpio, we see Catra cutting off her final connection to Scorpia to do her big plan. Here we're seeing yeah. Light, Light Hope cut her final connection to Mara before she gets to do her big plan. Big evil plans being done alone. Such, such a feel.
2: Yeah, the show does not support it. <laughs> you
1: do evil plans, Alex? Is that what that means? Huh? You said big evil plans, doing them alone. Such a feel.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, f- it feels bad, you know? Like you're, you're, so as, you, as you distance yourself, you become more willing to do these bad plans because you just want to isolate yourself from the world. And I mean, to-
1: that's true, but like the way you said it implied that you were like, you have this, like, evil mastermind plan.
0: (laughs) Well, we're Because you well, related. I, I mean, let, let's just say there, there was a time in my life when I was very isolated, and if I went back to that, I mean, the, the, the bad things might happen, and that's why I'm I, that deep down I'm scared of that, and that's why I'm, I appreciate that I have friends because I'm a, I have a, something to bounce off of, you know, something that Lighthope and Katra do not at this moment, and that's what takes them down dark paths. And Glimmer to an it extent too, right? Because she's isolating herself, and that's what's causing her mm-hmm. to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So it's just a whole theme of this season. Don't don't break away from your friends.
2: I will say, at least for Light Hope, I feel like it's a little more complicated in terms of how much um, autonomy she has as a programmed hologram person. Because if she's not allowed to decide what to do, and that's something the Ethereans just decide for her... That's, like, a whole other layer of complications. And, and like, does she have a sense of free will? Not a ton. Maybe some. You know, we see a little bit maybe later, you could argue, is her free will. But mostly, she's beholden to her programming. And that's, like, I think a thing that's a little special about the kind of tragedy of her situation with Mara. Because that's, like, a whole other thing holding her back from being able to really be a friend. You know?
0: Yeah and Adora uh, is trying in this episode. She's trying. So she she wants to be friends with her and Light Hope. The uh, it, once Light Hope regains her memory, she it just gets back to business. But when Light Hope is fun and like full of just the present information, she's like, "Sure, let's be friends. It'll be great." So, yeah, it, it's, and she's
2: very open and kind of vulnerable. She's like, oh, am I not usually sarcastic? Am I not usually fun? Like, she she seems genuinely concerned that uh, Adora's opinion matters to her, and, and she mm-hmm. wants to have a relationship, whereas current Light Hope is very guarded. And I noticed a lot more on Rewatch that whenever door asks her for more information, and she's like, I know you're keeping things from me, but, like, please, you can trust me. Like the reason, like all she, all Light Hope ever says is like, "Oh, when the ba- when the planet is balanced, you'll find out." Basically, which is some cryptic stuff. And we know why she says that because if if Adora knew what Mara knew, she would not want to balance the planet. And I think Light Hope knows that from experience. And so she's she's giving her like as little info as possible to try to have a different outcome. But it's just it's just a lot.
0: It is a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, r- random stuff from this part of the of the plot it is Light Hope learning various things and being funny about it, like learning gravity and just floating a door up to the ceiling and then dropping her. So the, that's always great. Um, she she drowns all these spiders in, in water. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, humans can't swim? <laughs> it's like, no, I just can't breathe underwater. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, I think all of, I mean, I have almost drowned once, so I I feel that. I feel Adora in that situation. You feel your mortality. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Water is scary. Uh, So we have that. uh, There's this uh, whole scene where they're getting to the core uh, processor and because the spores are breaking through, they're, like, breaking the glass, um, like, paths that reach the core. I thought that scene was pretty cool in terms of just, like, the design of it all. And uh, it, it felt very dangerous for, for Adora and just the sound of crashing glass. So that that, that all is uh, interesting. Um, we we have, like, a left-right scene. Like, you got to pick which side you want to put it in. And uh, our light hope is, like, I'm 36% sure. <laughs> um so we got all that uh anything else with uh, with uh, with this episode that we we haven't touched on that you guys want to talk about What
1: there was lot... the protocol?
0: I guess uh to not to kill spiders? No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Maybe the reset thing. I don't know. Who knows protocol? That's a that's a word
0: protocol i also i think
2: there are a lot of good jokes with light hope this
1: episode besides the i made a
2: bird (laughs) which is like my favorite line it's
0: a very Um, memeable
2: it's very memeable it's just it also just like seeing a a big ass spider with wings flapping around like a bird it's just really funny visual but also like when she's like oh yeah we have to go to the the core processor and it's just like oh, please don't say it. And she's like, it's on the other side of these <laughs> spiders. It's just like, her
0: delivery is so good. Yeah, poor, poor, poor Light Hope not, not being able to help as much as she wants to. It's interesting, that's like a, a thing they bond over briefly. It's like, I want to help you, but I'm not able to. And Adora's like, yeah, me too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Which is again why it's so because like I feel like this version of Light Hope is probably the the version more similar to the the one Mara connected with and became friends with, and like the 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 switch from like how Light Hope even talks to Adora as soon as she gets her full memory back, like I feel like her voice gets a little deeper, like she's all business, like she's not giving any info she's she's not letting a door into her life and like Adora keeps like telling her pretty blatantly like i want to be friends i want to be closer with you i know you had a thing with mara and i can't be that but i want to be something and light hopes just full resistance to anything other than training adora is super interesting to see in the context of this episode because like the the kind of clueless like, I hope it's so much fun! You're like, you can see why Mara would be friends with her when she's like that.
0: Yeah, and I, I think there's something, too, to, like, Adora is in the process of learning, and even though at the very beginning of this episode it's like, yawn, I already know all this stuff. Well, like, we know that Adora is still learning, and so... Being the dynamic is different between a teacher who knows everything and is omitting information versus someone who you know is learning with you, which is kind of like how friends with Glimmer and Bo, right? Because they're also like all figuring it out together. So it's just a, a totally different dynamic that we see briefly before it disappears into the ether of technology. Um, well yeah, so with, with that I think we'll begin wrapping up here. Um Sam, any final thoughts about the about these episodes stuff we're
1: uh, talking about? Scorpio. Scorpio She's so beautiful and tender and loving and I love her. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, do, I just I just wanna talk about Scorpio all the time. And I just wanna like have her in my life, but that and she's a fictional character, so that's not possible. But you know a girl can dream
0: yeah and th- this episode was the the highlight for her so uh if you want the full scorpio experience i'd say this is a good one to watch <laughs> uh, michelle any final thoughts
2: well now i'm just thinking about scorpio too she's <laughs> really good <laughs> Uh, and she's just, like, way more fun to think about than, like, the the struggles that Adora and Glimmer and Bo yeah. are going through. And all the Catra's stuff is a hot bag. I'm just not good. You know, and Hordax is just without Entrapta. Uh, which is, <laughs> so, like, is the only one that seems to be making positive progress right now. So I kind of want to latch on to thinking about her for that reason, too. She's just a really good person. I hope she finds a beautiful wife someday and just a nice little cottage somewhere. Lots of babies. <laughs> okay, the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why <babies? laughs> no, she, I think she'd be a really good parent. little
2: scorpion kids. It'd mean, be so cute. She'd give them her, her stuffed animal thing. Aww, Pass yeah. it
0: down. You know, heirloom. Yeah, I think it'd be nice. She's taking good care of Emily. So that's, that's yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so she could either have a pet or a child, either one. Scorp- um, Scorpio
0: those Emily aren't and...
1: interchangeable things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scorpia, Emily, and Traptic and live together in a little cottage, and they'll all be friends. Oh my too,
1: God. Yeah.
2: Like tiny food that's perfect for like baby mouths. They'd love tiny cupcakes.
0: Yeah, and, and Scorpia can grab them with her pincers because her pincers can grab tiny things. Or...
2: yeah scorpio can chop the wood for the fireplace with her pincers every night yes (laughs) cottage is really romantic they should get one yeah
0: so um this concludes scorpio fanfic quarter thank you for listening uh until uh we will continue our coverage of she-ra with uh, more episode by episode coverage soon um, until then, you can find more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can join us on Discord if you want to chat with us about she or any other show we cover here at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Sagitt- Sagittarius. Uh, thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Uh, besides She-Ra, we're also covering uh, shows such as uh, R- Ruby, Rick and Morty, Bojack Horseman. Uh, we got a, a wide variety of shows that we cover here at Overly Animated. But we will get back to She-Ra very soon. Until then, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye.